was a late one for Trans Tasman gibberish this week. We've had a busy week, both of us, for different reasons. But it's good to be looking at your face, even with that terrible moustache. Adam, how are you, mate? Oh, mate, I think it's a lovely moustache. My wife wants me to keep it, so I must be half decent, you know. So, but no, I'm good. I'm really good. How, how are you, mate? You good? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Does, does she really want you to keep that? Yeah. Which wow. is, I mean, I think it's because she's now realised I've hit puberty. So, you know, because I can now grow a moustache, which is yeah. hilarious. Um, the, the salt and pepper hair doesn't give it away? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. I've got a brown moustache and I've got fucking silver hair. It's like the dirty, the dirty it's Sanchez. It's a, it's a bit Anthony Kytus-ish, you know? It is a little bit, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm trying to compare myself to Anthony Kytus in any way, shape, uh, or do form. Do you know what I think you need to do, though? What? I think you need to give it away. <laughs> You look like you lived under the bridge. <laughs> Mate, well, my dad... And Tash did... won't want you to suck her kiss. Oh, stop it. Uh, well, my dad didn't give me heroin at 12, so I think I've <laughs> yeah. come out all right. Yeah. Uh, great book. Do you've read Scar? I've Scar, read Scar Tissue, read Scar yeah. Tissue, it's a great book. It's the, it was I think gr- it's it's a top five uh, music book. Number yeah. one. What, should, what, what, do you think the, yeah. what do you think is the number one music biography? It's a really good because scar tissue was great up until probably the three quarter time, and then he just kept talking about drugs, and it just got yes. fucking boring, right? Yes. Um, Slashes was pretty good. Slashes yep. was really good. Um, I really enjoyed his because it talked about he was a BMX. He was like a BMX guru, right? He was right. in the magazines and a. Um, and who was the other? Um, was it Vince Neils from Motley Crue? Mate, this the was, best, the best, was good. the best book of all time to do with yeah. music is the Dirt Motley Crue, the Dirt. Yeah, that was good. It, that the, was the, good. The, the movie on Netflix is pathetic, but the book, The Dirt, is one of the best books I've ever read. Period. Yeah, yeah, it's a good book. It's a really Fucking good book. Fucking hell, the life those um, guys lived. I watched them. I remember watching the movie, thinking it was okay. I might. The movie's have to okay. Go back again. The movie's okay. It's not great. When Ozzy Osbourne snorts ants around the pool area, how fucking funny is that? What a fucking mess that guy is. How, I don't know how he's still alive. Oh, mate. The amount in of drugs fact, he put in his body, fuck me. In fact, he might be dead. He might be the first living zombie. <laughs> I think you're right, eh? Yeah, I think you're right. Be. What's the, um, who's the guitarist out of um, Rolling Stones? I read his as well. He oh, should Keith be dead Richards. too. Keith Richards Keith, should be well, dead. He is dead. Well, there's the two zombies. Yeah, he's legitimately dead. <laughs> Fucking hell! I went to um, I went, I went. To, by the way, it's my 23 year wedding anniversary today, and you know I love spending it with you. It's wonderful. I, I, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, my wife and I we we walk the dogs at the beach. It's actually a lovely day here today, like 25 really? degrees, sun's out. The wind's still a bit cold, but we walk the dogs on the beach and had a. You know, a croissant and a and a uh, and a and a cappuccino, Fuck uh, French and Italian. We're very very worldly uh, at the cafe at Takapuna. Hang so on a minute. Lovely. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Hold I'm hold ha- it. I'm hanging on. Do you know this is our twenty third episode? No way. You're kidding me. Yeah. It's our twenty. 20th... Oh That's my incredible. Gosh. We are recording. Wow. The twenty third episode, which will be le- released today. Yeah, recording the twenty third episode on your twenty third wedding anniversary. It's meant Fuck, to that's be. amazing. It was it's meant, meant to, be. to be. Oh, look, just the the, the moons have aligned, the stars again, have aligned. Is, they again. aligned twenty three years ago, and they're aligning again. And do you know what else? Michael Jordan and Shane Warne were number twenty three, and oh, we're kind of like them. Definitely, like, definitely. Like 
when I get in the sun, well, I go quite dark. I look like a um, goat. You look, and you I've look been like, called, and I have been called a flipperhead before. So you know, you look, you look like Shane Warne when he started his career. Yeah, that's right, yeah. mate. Big time. <laughs> I actually look like I ate Shane Warne at the start of his career. <laughs> Except you can't grow a mullet anymore. I can never. I, you I, I, no, I, look, is that a dare? Are you daring me? Oh fuck yes! Uh, <laughs> I'd love you to grow a mullet because it's never happening. Uh, my son, <laughs> my son dyed his hair blonde. This week. Oh fuck off! Did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. With, did you still have his little moulet as well? Uh no, he doesn't. He's he, his hair oh, short. Right. So he he actually trimmed his hair. So yeah. it's like a, a maybe like a five right. cut, and then uh, and then slim shaded it. So he looks like a non-binary. Is that what you're yeah, trying to tell does. me? He does. And he shaved his armpits. There's what? a lot. Oh, there's a lot to unpack here, right? He shaved his armpits. Well, you're going to see him in a couple of weeks. You'll see him in a week and a bit, and. <laughs> I, I, there might be some regrowth by then, so that'll look oh, even better. Fuck me. He's going to look like Shane Heal. Oh, fuck me. That's hilarious. Playing for the Sydney Kings with his frosted tips. Fuck, I remember when my brother shaved his head and then dyed it blonde when he was about 18 or 19. It looked ridiculous. Well, Dan did it. Morgs did it in Canada. Oh, there's, there's, there's like one photo of him with... <laughs> With shaved blonde, did it with with blonde hair. Yeah, he's got that, shaggy brown hair. Yeah, well, he did back then. He had a shorter, he had a shorter do. Yeah, and he and he dyed it blonde. The result yeah. of that was the girl that he was seeing became a lesbian, and that's a <laughs> and that's a true story. Oh, right. that's hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hi, darling. <laughs> she loves spending the twenty third wedding anniversary uh, like that. Um. Hey, I just got to tell, I've had a week, man. I know yeah. you've had a week and we can yeah. leave that there. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I'm knackered. So I, so last night I went to see Royal Blood, the, okay. the Brighton two-piece rock and roll band. Fucking amazing, amazing band. Um, two-piece? The, yeah, they are so, have you never heard of Royal Blood? No, I haven't. No. Oh, mate. So good. So and looking them up. They're a big sound as well. Um. Ten foot, uh, ten foot skeleton or whatever. That's my favourite song of theirs. But they're a really good band. Saw them at Spark Arena. The band before them. Oh my god! I think they picked them so that they could sound way better because the band was called Racing. They're a Kiwi band. Look them up and look up the first, the main song. Oh my god! You'll just go. That is the worst shit you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> Me, I went with my wife. The missus was supposed to come, but she didn't. Um, I can't remember why. She, so I went with her cousin. We both we both went in there and looked at each other. And went, these guys are shit, and just walked out. And then waited to, waited to Royal Blood came on. They were hopeless, mate. They were hopeless. Wow. But then the night before that, so I got I got to bed at twelve thirty this morning. The night before, I DJed from eleven to one. So That's I got right. To bed at How like did that go? Two, yeah, it went really really well, man. Went really well. Had a good uh, started out. Wasn't much of a crowd, and then I think a few Christmas parties and. Some airline people came in, so it was a good party in the end, and that went. I played well, and the owner came and did back to back with me as well, which was really cool. So that's a, a good one. And then the days before, I drove to Napier, like I was up at four forty-five, drove to Napier, which is five hours away, and then I had to drive back early the next day. So I haven't had much sleep, man, but um, I'm feeling okay. And then I've got our work Christmas party tonight, so that's good. Jesus Christ. Oh, I know, oh, I know. And then I got so Tash is graduates um next wednesday 
as a primary school teacher. So we've got a, we've got a party for her on Saturday as well. So yeah, it's been a big it's been a big week, mate. And uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead, I suppose. Holy but, shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. So I haven't I haven't been to the gym much this week. I actually went to Anytime Fitness in um, Napier, so I got there earlier. And right. uh, it's fair to say, Mark, you're listening. I know um, yours is much nicer. Yeah, well done. So there you go. Well done. Good plug. Uh, Good I, plug. I've been. I started up training again on uh, Monday morning. Oh yeah, cool. after having time off because of COVID, nearly three oh, and a bit weeks. Oh, that's right. So it has been an absolute fucking ball terror of a week. <laughs> I thought I was destroyed after Monday. Yep. And then I went on Wednesday, and Wednesday was weights. It's like a 30-minute weight session, which is sort of uh, 10 reps, uh, uh, 10, 10, 10 reps, five sets, three disciplines. So you like, do... Like in a row, like So it went, you went like, you went uh, deadlift, back squat, uh, then the hex lift, hex bar, like yep. the, we stand in the middle yep. of it. Yep. Uh, so we did 10, and I'll be interested to get a bit of feedback from Mark here from, from Anytime Fitness. Uh, yep. We did uh, 10 reps, five sets, yep. and the whole workout was done in 30 minutes. Fuck, and that's aerobic partner, as well. Yeah, so it was aerobic. Yeah. I wanted to vomit. Oh, uh, I started at 10 reps yep. and ended up doing six reps. Uh, okay. For most of it, uh, being yeah. only my second session back. Well, that's good. That's and good, so mate. then uh, my body decided that uh, it didn't <laughs> like me anymore. And <laughs> oh no! Yesterday, at about oh god, I'm gonna say ten a.m. Yeah, the DOMS said I'm coming. The muscles ah oh. so decided they just weren't going to walk. They weren't going to work at all. So oh, really? I, my body seized up. Oh, I no. I got home at about one o'clock because I had a plumber here. Yep. He was laughing at me because he trained with me, <laughs> and I and, and I had to try and sit down. Oh no! And he he and he didn't couldn't believe what he was witnessing. Really? Yeah, it was death by a thousand cuts watching me sit down. <laughs> and it was, I, and then I and so this morning my I woke up at about ten to four. My alarm would go off at four fifteen. Yep. Fuck, and that's I thought, early. and I, yeah, well, I got five o'clock training. Oh, right. So, got to training. Yeah, Jesus. five a.m. training. I've got to get up. I've got to take a shit. There's things I've got to do, right? So, <laughs> and and, I, and I, I'm busting to use my new toilet that that Will the plumber put in yesterday while he yeah, was laughing at me. Absolutely. Hadn't broken it in yet because I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to use it for a day. Right. That sucks. And it was. It did suck. But I got up <laughs> ten to four, and I was like. I, I literally couldn't roll over to get my phone. So I rolled over and I've messaged my mate who I train with, the pet, and I said, mate, I'm not going to make it today. I can't, I literally cannot get out of bed. <laughs> and he's like, mate, you're awake now. You just get there. So I was like, nah, I'm not. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll train tomorrow. I'm not coming today. Yep. And he goes, he goes, mate, you're already awake. And I was like, oh, stop talking sense, you fuckwit. <laughs> So then I got up, I took a shit, looked yep. at my watch, it was 4.45, and I'm like, right, i got time to go. So I got dressed and went, and what a mistake. Mate. So today was cardio. Yeah. So he had, we did five things. Mm. It was bike, erg, rower, yep. the whippy thing. The whipper. The whippy thing. Yep. 
Yeah. Then it was <laughs> then it was crunches. <laughs> then it was running. Right. Mm. You did a minute on. Go as hard as you can for a minute. Yep. Then ninety seconds off. Okay. Minute okay. on, ninety seconds off. Minute on, yep. ninety seconds off. Yep. And we went through the whole thing twice. Yep. Plus an extra one. So we did eleven things in oh, the Jesus. thirty minutes. Yep. And again, I thought I was I didn't know whether I was gonna shit myself or vomit. <laughs> Mate, you look at it, it look because I'm now nearly fifty, right? Oh, I'm nearly forty nine, right? Yeah. But that's nearly fifty still, right? It is. I listen to my body a bit more now. Like if my body says, mate, you need a break, I'm more likely to go, okay, I might still go to the gym, but I'll do something like a light half an hour run. You know what I mean? Because if I get to a stage where my whole body's fucked, I think you're going to do more damage than than good at our age. That's what I I think anyway. I agree. But then I was of the opinion that I've just got to rip the fucking bandaid off. Yeah, no. I, and so I'm yeah, like, well, I, but I, for me, it's my, and trust me, like today, as much as it hurt, I didn't go particularly hard. Like I right, okay. paced oh, myself. Okay. Yeah, cool. Whereas right. I, I think when I did the weights, I was like, I haven't done weights for a year, right? Oh, right. I, you, oh, At all. You've got to ease because, into it, man. And so I went into, into it, otherwise you get injured. But, but I had my mate go, oh, well, we can do, we can start with like 100 kegs on the deadlift. And I'm like, nah. I went, oh, can we do 90? Can we do 90? And so I did 90. Then it was, he, he put 110. And I go, no, no, no. I, I, I'll try yeah, 100. Good. So then good I did you. 100. But I'm like, no. I'm, and so then squatting, it was like, I just said, nah, I'm just going to do 60s for the squats because this is my yeah, good. first session. Good. Yeah. And then with the hex, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to do whatever it was for the hex, like 90 or 100. But it just, it just because I, I knew that I had, actually, I didn't know, I had forgotten what that session would do to my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's I been mean, that long just... since I had done weights and started weights. Yep, yeah. So, and I, you know, it's like when in COVID, very early on in COVID, I had a mate of mine who's a golf pro at Kramer Golf Club, Ryan Flaherty, Ryan O'Flaherty's yep. legend fella. He actually lives in uh, Vietnam now. Okay. Really good golfer. And actually such a good golfer that he set himself a uh, task to get to scratch playing left-handed. He's a right-hand he's a right-hander. And he Fucking got hell. to scratch playing left-handed. What? Yeah. He what? taught himself to play left-handed. Mate, this guy is an incredible he's a athlete. genius. Right? Incredible <laughs> athlete. So he started up a, uh, a fitness thing for, the, for a like, golf-specific fitness. Okay. Heaps of guys from the golf club would do it, go once or twice a week to him and do it. And during COVID, he did an online thing. Yeah. And so he, he, he messaged me. He said, oh, Maddie, I'd love you. Why don't you pop on and, and see what it is? And so... I and this I had not trained I reckon for seven years. Right. right. And the the workout was <laughs> essentially the workout was squats, and it was all body weight stuff because it was in my yeah. lounge room during COVID. Yeah, yeah. And it went for thirty five minutes. Yep. And mate, there's video of me trying to walk up my stairs. <laughs> and Megan's filmed it. I'll send it to you. I'll show it yeah, to you yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isabel still talks about it. Right, Isabel still talks about it. I, it was like it took me fifteen minutes to get up the stairs. I was like, <laughs> it was brutal. And then, and then, and I messaged him and said, "You're a fuckwit." Right? And he goes, "Oh no, mate, you need um, you need active recovery. Get out, go for a walk." No, okay, no. mate, I can't, I can't walk to the toilet. <laughs> I can't walk to the toilet, mate. 
<laughs> Active recovery. I've oh, never mate. heard such pish posh. It's, 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 look, uh, anyone, anyone who starts exercising or doing weights or whatever after a break needs to ease themselves into it because there's yeah. two things that can happen. One, you get injured. That's the first thing, right? Yeah. And then they'll put you back another few months. The second thing is motivation, right? If you if you don't enjoy it yeah. because it's too hard, you're not going to go back. So, you know, my view is you've got to make it enjoyable and you've got to make it something you ease into. Otherwise, you, you get lost, I reckon. So, anyway. Hang on one second, mate. Hang on yeah, a no second. Worries. Luke, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> go through the gate. Go through the gate. No. Because I don't want it out on the road while you're mowing and it gets hit by shit. Open the gate. Take it through the gate. Parenting 101. You've got to leave that in. That's fucking gold. <laughs> you've got to leave that in. That's right so on. good. It's left. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Fuck All right. We should probably get into some news. Okay, stories, let's do hey? it. What do you got? I think that's the first time we've riffed for that long. Ages. Actually. Uh, no that's one's going to enjoy that. I think we enjoyed it, but no, no one will I enjoy think, that. No, I think they will. I think okay. it, it gives it gives them an insight into our into our minds, which uh which which fucking going over news stories doesn't. Just joking. Yeah. Um all right. Last weekend uh in Auckland was a was a fun weekend for everyone. So this is it's the heading is why Aucklanders will be drunk and high but hopefully not both this weekend. Now, I'm talking about last weekend. <laughs> so, here we go. This is, this is what it says. A plume of smoke in the sky and a river of alcohol-induced vomit on the streets. Wow. Auckland, your weekend outlook is looking intoxicating. In a rare alignment of the stars, I love this writer. In a rare alignment of the stars, the nation's biggest drinking day, Crate Day, and the beloved, beloved cannabis-friendly event, J-Day, are both happening on Saturday in Auckland. Destined to bring chaos to the city of sales. <laughs> wow! So let me explain. So Crate Day is a is a so so Australia's got a lot of great um, stuff that happens every year, right? And in in New Zealand, it's Crate Day. So Crate Day is the first Saturday of summer. All the boys buy a crate of beer, which is twelve seven hundred and fifty mil bottles. So long necks. Wow. And they drink from 12 midday to 12 midnight. Right? Holy shit. Uh, and we think we're big drink. I, I, t- I tip my cap to the Kiwis for Crate Day, right? Now, my daughter, who's 19, went to a Crate Day celebration at her friend's house. She said she had 15 RTDs. So she kind of did her own thing. But that's not like having 12 750 mil bottles of no. beer, right? So it was funny, Tash and I were walking the dogs in Takapuna and this guy's walking past with this crate of beer and I said, have a good day, mate. <laughs> you know, it's, so they do crate day. So yeah. they drink one every hour? Pretty much, Is yeah. that the plan, right? Yeah, right. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I remember when I lived in, um, when I was on the North Shore of Sydney, we used to do the Suzuki 12-hour, which was on Christmas Eve at the Green Gate in Kalara. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was a fucking fun day too. But anyway, so that's crate day. So that's, that's a massive thing over here. And then J-Day, if you can guess, is where they meet at, I think they met in a park in the city and they just smoke uh, marijuana and, you know, want to legalize it. And it's kind of like a, a protest, I suppose. Hang on, mate. That. Sorry. Yeah. Luke. <laughs> what? Right. Right. Fuck's sake. I really don't want that fuckwit driving my car. Oh, uh, shit. 
So yeah, so so both Crate Day and J Day were on the same day. Now, do you know what? I looked for news reports post last Saturday. Nothing. So obviously the streets weren't vomit induced and people weren't floating in the sky from smoking marijuana. So um all those people out there who are worried that people are binge drinking or people are doing silly things on drugs, you know, just go back in your box. People, yeah, just absolutely. let people have fun. Let people have fun. And uh, I would say, though, I, I would give you caution. You need to smoke before you drink. Don't drink before you smoke. Is that the, is that the preferred well, order? There is a there actually is a rhyme. And now let's see if I can – there was the rhyme – where is it? There's a rhyme about it. Um, because you can get what they call the greens. So if you if you drink a shitload of piss and then smoke marijuana, um, you can get the greens and you vomit. Oh, here it is. Beer before grass, you're on your ass. Weed before beer, you're in the clear. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. There you go. That's pretty so, good. Um, yeah. There you go. Okay. Well done, and and look, all you do good is out there. Just let people have fun. Like everyone had yeah. fun. No one, no one died. I don't think so. It was all good. Yeah, chill out, Karens. <laughs> chill out. Chill out. Okay, now I'm going to start with this. Now we all love our sport. We all love our sports. Oh yeah. Now I, I'm a past avid golfer and do still quite enjoy it. Probably not as much as I did. I'm trying to get back into it. Which, this isn't about golf, is it? This I is about golf. hate golf. Yeah, okay, I know. Let's... You're going to hate Good. it even more. Oh, fuck. Can't wait. TGA Tour rocked by bombshell defection as Masters champ joins Live Golf. Now, when Live Golf came on to yep. the scene, mm. I think that they paid, the most that they paid was like $150 million that went to Dustin Johnson or okay, and Brooks Kepka got a hundred and all these other and Cam Smith got a hundred and twenty and so is that just was that a sign on that fee was a sign that... on bonus that was so, it so not to play you get more money no, to win you tournaments get the, yeah you're still playing for money fucking hell that's a lot of money so John Rahm, is that just a year is that sorry is that just no, a year or uh, that's, just join that was just their that was their joining bonus so it was their signing bonus that was paid over I think it's paid over three years. <laughs> Okay. So they would get fifty million a year for three years Fucking as hell. a signing bonus, and that's their contracted. Then I'm pretty sure they'd sign another contract, all right, or retire. Yeah. Well, John Rahm, who is was oh, yeah. has been the number one golfer in the world, won the Masters yep. last year. Yep. Is yep. expected to leave the PGA Tour for Live Golf this week. Okay. Previous reports on Rahm's defection have noted the deal would pay the reigning master champ mm. somewhere in the range of mm. $907 million Australian. What? Nine, so $300 million a year? Yeah. For three years? Yeah. $300 million. Yeah. Fuck me. Why didn't I play golf now? Yep. Holy shit. That's... It's, it's mind-blowing. And the thing is, is that there was an apparent truce between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, which mm. happened in the middle of the year, where it was supposed yeah. to be that Live uh, Live were going to actually then uh, 
inject money into the PGA Tour. It was all going to come yeah. back and it was all happening. There's been nothing said about it. And so now there's so- still <sighs> players are defecting to live. So I don't That's- know what's going on. So what does live stand for? Live stands, it's actually Roman numerals for 54. L1V. Okay. And because yeah, they yeah, play yeah. 54 holes. Right? They don't play 72 holes. Oh, they don't they play, play 72 they holes. They play 54 holes. So three rounds instead of four rounds. Correct. Correct. So they play less golf. They play less golf. They play less tournaments. Yeah. Way less tournaments. And, and they play paid, for more money. But they play for not just more money, fuckloads more money. Yeah, but it's only the very top of the tree that are getting these massive um, right, okay. payments. Everyone got signing bonuses. Don't get me wrong. And, and yeah, so okay. what kids out of college were playing and live, but... They've also right, now okay. got to. They've also got to try and keep their card for the next season, right? And gotcha. So, gotcha. So uh, they get a signing bonus, which equates to where they sit on the tree. But yeah, nine hundred million dollars. Fuck, just that's to a go. lot of money. Just to go. So is this Saudi Arabia? Yeah, it's Saudi this? money. It's Saudi money. So Saudi are buying up all the sports. They basically. are. They are. They've bought They're deep in the EPL. Football. They're deep in the EPL. They've bought football. They bought golf now because I mean the PGA ain't going to be able to compete with that no. sort of money. There's no, no way. Well, so they can't. if if Liv really want to, they'll buy every player, really, except more Rory McIlroy. Um, <laughs> um, they bought F1 as well. Have they bought F1? I, I, I'm not. Uh, very I don't much know if they bought F1. I think F1 is still. But look, they they'd be they've got a lot of races in the. Yeah, in that area. In, a lot yeah, of that's right. So, and then what about tennis? Are they into tennis yet? Because that's probably the next uh, bastion for them. I would have thought because that's the other world sport, right? So they're in the yeah, football, absolutely. golf, F one, and then you're probably looking at tennis again. Tennis, fucking boring as batshit. Can't watch it. I don't mind. Don't, I don't mind playing it, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's um. God, I just don't like. I played golf when I was young, right? And I, I played off a handicap about eighteen when I was about fourteen. So yeah. I was a half decent player, right? Um, but golf for me, I I just can't. <sighs> Five hours, I, I just I just can't invest the time or the money. And I re- I remember listening to you got you and um, Greg on officially underqualified talking about a putter worth six hundred dollars, and I thought yeah. the world's gone fucking mad. <laughs> It has gone mad, mate. $600 for a putter when you've got another, how many, 12, 13 clubs in your bag? <laughs> That's an expensive bag of clubs, mate. Yeah, mate, golf's expensive. Golf is Fuck. And then you pay, expensive. what do you pay, $1,000 a year at least to have a membership and then you play, pay every month or something? I don't know. That's an expensive fucking yeah, it is. hobby. Yeah, but then I suppose boating's an expensive hobby and, I don't know, ice skating might be for all I fucking know, but... um. Yeah, no, good old. Oh, fuck, I suppose. And do you know what? I don't. I don't. Good on the golfers for taking it. I mean, I know um, Cam Smith took the money and defected he after he just won the U.S. Open. Was it? Uh, British was it Open. US? British Open. Um, good on him, mate. He's set up for life. He's laughing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know right. what I do like that I, I saw about it? They're allowed to wear shorts. I yeah, mean, that's are. awesome, mate. They, there's a lot that lived all the good things. Yeah. They yep. just, um, I'm a bit more about the tradition and the pomp and ceremony, uh, a little bit, oh, but yeah. that's, nah, fuck know, that. that's waning on me. The PGA <laughs> Tour, the PGA Tour has killed world golf. That's the problem, right? The, yeah. The, they, with yep. their wraparound season, there's no option for anyone other than 
the players are really to play anywhere but the US. So yeah, um, the yeah, good thing yeah. that Liv does is Liv's taking it to around the world. So they, they have an event well, in Australia. You know, they, they, you know, it's it's a it's a global sort of game, which is which I think yeah. is much better. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think so too. No, good on yeah. them. Even though it's you know all the rhetoric was it around it's oil money and blah 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 blah. But yeah, who cares? Right? Who cares? Yeah. Cool, man. Good old golf, okay. eh? Never That's thought it. I'd speak too much about that on this podcast. But well, so we're finished go. now, so move on. What do you got? Awesome. Right. <laughs> You'll like this one, mate. <clears throat> Police re... Oh, fuck, I can't talk. Poli- That's how tight I am. Police reveal wildest excuses for speeding. <laughs> right. So, oh, mate, there's some doozies here. So, um, where's... Let me start. Um, where's a good one? Uh... Oh, here we go. So here we go. In Auckland, police officers pulled over a man for speeding and then asked why. He he told the cops he had just washed his car and was drying it off. Got a $120 fine and 20 demerit points. Um, Here's another one. Uh, uh, another driver in our largest city told officers it wasn't his intention to drive too fast. It's just that his jandal had slipped and stuck the accelerator pedal to the floor. <laughs> now, a jandal is a thong for all you Aussies out there. Um... Fucking funny. Uh, what else? Um, oh, in Canterbury, police stopped one driver for speeding who told officers they didn't like having cars in front of them. They liked the cars to be behind them. And that was the reason for them doing 148 in a 100 zone. Most of them are going to be behind him, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. One, one, one told police that he was a vegan and had needed to use the toilet. They'd eaten too many berries and been three times in the last hour. Now, that one I can get behind. <laughs> yep. Another we've, one all, said des- we've, all, we've all broken the speed limit when we're busting for a shit. Desperate for a poo is in inverted commas here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's one you'll like. Here's one you'll like. He, he was distracted by his wife's talking. Well, we can understand that. Uh, and the police said, unfortunately, he didn't realise it would get worse after being issued with an infringement. <laughs> here we go. In the Central District, which is kind of um, Rotorua kind of area, I think, officers stopped one driver for speeding and was asked why. He told police it wasn't his intention to drive too fast, but a wasp was on the accelerator pedal and he'd stamped on it to kill it, which must have sped him up. Holy shit. <laughs> Last, here's what, here we go. Uh, hang on. I've got two more left. One person said, I'm almost out of petrol, so I need to get to the service station quicker. Wow. Uh, last one. Last one for you, mate. In Wellington, officers... Uh, look, at least this is all New Zealand wide, right? Uh, in Wellington, officers stopped a drive for speeding. When asked why, he told police his cruise control was set to 100, so it must be the car's fault he was over the speed limit. <laughs> the, the driver... <laughs> Driver told officers, when did it change to $40? I didn't, uh, 40, 40, kilom- 40 kilometers hour. I didn't agree to that. There you go. I thought that was quite, quite funny. Some of the, have you, you've been caught speeding before, I assume? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Heaps what of What did time. you say? What did you say to them? I fucked up, mate. <laughs> there was one time actually that, uh, this is an interesting story. Driving uh, Wakehurst Parkway coming oh, yep. into Seaforth. Yep, so around the bend at the oh, end, heaps. coming into, through Balgala, right? Yep, yep. And you go past the corner, you know, the, there's a big place on the top of the hill there, and then you can't yep. start to come down to, it's about to turn into Balgala. And mm-hmm. just down, a, it's on a, on a it's, I think it's 80 and it goes to 60. Yep. And it's on a downhill slope. And I think yep. I, the guy caught me doing 
66, Shit. about a metre inside the 60 zone. Oh, come on. And he pulled me over. I had my mate in the car, and who's a, who's a copper at the time, and he got his badge out and was like, I said, mate, look, you've got me on the downslope. I'm trying to slow down. You see I'm doing 66, so yep. I'm slowing down. And yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. me like five metres inside the 60 zone. Yeah. He goes, yeah, mate, you're supposed to slow down before that. I go, but oh. the speed limit goes 80, 60, mate. Yeah. So. Yeah. How do you, how do you slow down yeah. straight away? I said, yeah, okay, maybe I should, but like, surely there's got to be some room for common sense here. So he gave me, he gave me, um, he gave me, he booked me, right? This Did is he? In the, this is in the days where they pull you over and they write a ticket and they give it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, about a week and a half later. Mm. I got a note in the post. Uh, uh, yep. Come to me. Yep. The policeman sent me the fine back and wrote a note on it and said, Matt, uh, sorry, sorry, I've thought about this. You, you know, this is wrong. I've cancelled the fine. Oh, wicked. Yeah. What a smart copper. Yeah. So he sent the fine back. I was like, shit, okay, righto. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. What a legend. Man. So. Yeah. Oh, that's I'll- awesome. I got I so one my, one of my stories is I was we just moved to New Zealand in 2003 and we we're at, in our house and at the end of the street a really really long street was the ferry terminal and, and I just got a job in the bank for HSBC and my Tasha was in the car and we we're both going to work she was in insurance so I, we were late for this ferry so I was gunning fucking gunning it on this street right a cop came the other way and I Tasha goes there's a cop and I fucking put my foot on it I would have been doing it was a 50 zone. I would have been doing 100 easily, easily. Anyway, fucking cop came around, stopped me. I'm like, oh, fuck. Tasha's like, you're an idiot. I said, oh, we're trying to get the fucking ferry. Anyway, he goes, oh, hi there. Uh, uh, you know you were speeding. I said, yeah, mate. I, was, I know I was speeding. I don't, but I don't think he got it properly on the radar because I was just decelerating quite quickly when I saw him. Anyway, so he goes, oh, you know you were speeding. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, mate. I was, I was trying to get the ferry and we're late for it. He goes, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. He said, have you got your license? And I only still had my Australian license. I said, oh, here's my license. He said, how long have you been here? I said, oh, I've been here two months. He said, oh, after three months, you've got to get a new license. I said, cool, I'll do that. He said, um, "He said, um, what do you do for a job? And I said, um, I'm a banker, but you could probably put a W in front of that now. And he fucking laughed. Yeah. And I think he just went, all right, well, you've missed your ferry now. That's a warning. Just off you go. And he let me off. And I'm like, fucking thank God. Because that could have been a big fine. That could have been a big fine. But yeah. No, that's my little speeding story. Anyway, there you go. There you go. go. All right. Pretty inspirational. Man praised for classy act after booted from business class seat. So... Have you seen like all the all the vision stuff of like people losing their shit on planes, like they're oh, being yeah. asked to move and all this kind of stuff? So this Aussie traveller, it was his first ever business class fight. He'd won it because he was in the top one percent at his work for some sales thing. So him right. and his mum, he's taking his mum to Hawaii. Yep. Right. He's from Melbourne. He's on the he's uh, flying from Sydney to to Honolulu, business class. Nice. Ten minutes into the flight. After sitting down, he's already there's a few posts here about how good am I? I'm in business class, sucking on a champagne. All right, good. But ten minutes after sitting down, he was approached, and the uh, hostie said that sorry, you have to leave business class 
because the seat is broken. What? So he was like, oh, okay. Um, he picked up his stuff. Yeah. And in his business class pajamas, walked and sat in an in his economy seat. What? And was just like, well, shit happens. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. And he accepted it. Yeah. He made it. He, he, not only did he accept it, he goes, I understand. No hate what? to Qantas. I see it as synchronicity more than anything. A gentle lesson in ego, perhaps, he joked. I, I mean, I'm gobsmacked. I mean. Mate, it, he goes, funny. What? According to Mr. Uh, the guy, his employer was paid back and Qantas gave him a $500 voucher. Now, shouldn't Qantas have given him a business class flight? I would have thought so. Um, look, fair, fair, look, fair dues to him for for having the Zen sort of mindset for that. But wouldn't you say, don't you have a spare f- seat in first class? Shouldn't you be, you know, at least that that would be my first question. You would, yeah. And secondly, w- secondly would be, but I'm sitting in a seat. How is it broken? I'm sitting in it. I'm not like on the floor sprawled out because it's broke, it's fallen. It- Falling apart. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, it is weird. Oh, look, oh, do you know what I would have said? I was, I would have said like, okay, so have you got something in first class for me? And if they said no, I would have said okay. So if you're not going to put me to economy, are you going to offer me a another flight on business class? That's that. That's the first two things I would have said. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So, <laughs> fuck. fuck. I was like, what? I was looking at my article, and then I'm like, you go like. <laughs> You just stopped talking. Quality podcasting. I, I, I just finished my point and I thought, oh, well, let's see what Wayne yeah, does I, now because he's reading. Okay, yeah, because so I was reading. reading. I'm, I'm reading. I'm like, uh, yeah, well, I agree. Look, I, I think there would have been, um, uh, well, anyway, what have you got? The listeners are just going to be going, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, like, exactly. There's just dead silence. We love I just that. Took my, I just took my Valium. Um, yeah. Takes on Apple to change offensive and insulting nerd emoji. Fucking right. seriously, get a life, 10-year-old. <laughs> a young lad in the UK has kicked off a petition asking Apple to change its offensive and insulting glasses emoji. 10-year-old Teddy feel Teddy, so he's named Teddy. 10-year-old Teddy feels the current digital icon with its prominent front teeth gives the wrong impression of people like him that wear glasses. Oh, my God. The year five pupil has worn spectacles, not just glasses, spectacles, since he was two years old and has redesigned the emoji, swapping the toothy, nerdy grin with a smaller smile, naming it the genius emoji. Talking about um, egos. Speaking to BBC, he said, we want to change this. Apple are making it absolutely horrible for people wearing glasses. They're making people think we're nerds and it's absolutely horrible. It's making me feel sad and upset, and I, if I find it if I find it offensive, there'll be thousands of people around the world that find it offensive too. Oh, seriously, Teddy, fucking hell! So his mum, his mum told the Henley Standard that she wanted to thank Teddy's teacher who had encouraged him. A lot of credit has to go to the primary school, who are amazing and so supportive. They are always open to new ideas and trying new things. It's part of their ethos. It's great they got behind Teddy and supported him when they could have easily quashed it. So, Teddy, mate, look, you, just, mate, I love you, Teddy. 
you're why this world is such a fucked up place. Sorry, mate. Um, who it's hard. cares about an emoji? Who gives yeah, a fuck? I know. People are the worst. What, you know, what? Was, oh, was it you that sent me something that there was a school in New Zealand that um, that they wanted to, they're going to change the toilets and they're going to put certain, like a box in the toilets with kitty litter because people were identifying as cats. Oh, Jesus. To shit no, in the kitty litter. Oh, and so what that, started happening is that these people what's... were shitting in the sinks. And start, mate, the 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 world. I swear to God, the world is fucked. We're not coming back from this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is there a all the emojis are bald? So why aren't the bald people yeah. writing in with a petition to no, Apple I'm not and angry. say they're all bald? I'm not angry. Come on, Teddy. Seriously, go play soccer. Go go try and play some football or something, and show that you're not a nerd. All right? Yeah. Fucking hell. It's a it's a joke, mate. It's a joke, uh, and right. don't worry, you nerds will run the wor- world anyway. So you, you'll you'll be running the world. Before, you'll be running Apple before you know it. So you can get rid of it then, mate. Who runs the world? Nerds. Who nerds. runs the world? Nerds. Who uh, writes? Who who writes all the uh, the movie script? Nerds. Yeah, that's why they're shit. <laughs> uh, so I got I, this is my last one. Okay, cool. Super regular guy wins 15 million lottery mm. for the second time. Ooh, lucky. Lightning struck twice for a guy who won 15 million this week a year after he won the exact same amount. In Australia? No, in New York. New York's luckiest man Fuck. strikes again. A Brooklyn man won 15 million on a scratch off this week. A scratch-off? Yeah. That must be a scratchy, right? Fucking hell. 15. The amount of money being bandied around here is unbelievable. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking crazy. So he's won... He, he, last year, he won $15.4 million playing the Black Titanium game. And this year, he's done it again. Bloody hell. Both the winning tickets were purchased at the same store. H&A, Gas gas and Convenience in Flatbush. I'm talking Flatbush. Oh, Flatbush. Flatbush City Limits. I fucking hate that song. I know you, you do. You knew it. You I knew, knew I hate I knew, that song. I know. I know you hated it, which is why I fucking continued. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I reckon we need to do a whole podcast and you just bring up shit that I hate so that I can just go, oh, <laughs> fuck. There's yeah. plenty of shit. Yeah, there's plenty of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so apparently, he's a super him. regular guy. He's very friendly with the locals yeah. and very generous with his time. Yeah. Oh, he could have moved out of the neighborhood after winning the first time, but he stood his ground. Money changes a lot of people, but it doesn't. Sh- but he doesn't show off or anything. He keeps it real. Keeps it honest. Unbelievable. Mate, For his latest win, he took million. home his cash prize in one lump sum, which Absolutely. was just over $9.24 million after taxes. Oh, he's got to pay tax on it. In America, they pay tax on the lotto. In Australia, you don't. No, in New Zealand, you don't either. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, which is why, you... which yeah. is why, here you go. So, <clears throat> do you go into, like, do you do the, do you do lotto or Powerball or whatever? I, I only do the lotto when it's 
over 20 million. I'm the same. So what happens in, in my group of five mates on a chat is yeah, yeah. Powerball be 40 million. And it'll be like, yeah, Powerball ticket, Powerball ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all buy a Powerball ticket. Now, the problem with that is that if one of us wins. Yeah. And I then have to divvy that by five. Say it's yeah. 50 million and I've got to give yeah. 10 million to four mates. Yeah. They get taxed on that. But I don't oh. get taxed on mine. Oh, so you don't give a shit. That's fine. No, but you know what I mean? So the best thing <laughs> yeah, to yeah. do, if you're going to yeah. do it, is to form a syndicate. Yes. Right? Yes. And then it's official. <clears throat> then you all get the tax-free benefit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, no. I, look, look, the reason I do it only over 20 million because because I think I've got a better chance to win. What's the point? Uh, <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> well, anything under 20 million, what's the point? You wouldn't want to win 16. What's the point? It's, you know? 16 million is not life-changing at all. Um, so, so the thing is, you know how some lotteries, they say, oh, do you get the option? Do you want the lump sum? Or can we pay it to you over 20 years? Like there's yeah. some lotteries that do that. Why the fuck would you choose to get paid over 20 years? Give yeah. me the fucking money and I'll use it how yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. Why would you choose that? Anyway, okay. I, I just don't believe how many people win the lottery and then go off the rails. Yeah, I, or is that just or is that just the thing they say because you don't hear about the other people that don't go off the well, rails? Well, I think you're only going to hear about the people that go off the rails. Yeah. yeah. But there are a fair amount of people do. Money fucks with a lot of people. Mate, if you're single and win the lottery, it's coke and hookers, isn't it? Isn't that what it is? Mate, yeah. It would have to be. It's a very short life. Short life expectancy. <laughs> what would you do now if you won, say, $10 million? What would you do? I'd never work another day in my life. Same. I'd... Oh, but, I, but no. No. What Do you mean paid work? Uh, I would do what I love. Yeah. And only when I yeah. wanted to do it. I would not. Yeah. I would not make a commitment to anything or anyone. Okay. That I didn't one hundred percent control. Oh, okay, got gotcha, right? gotcha. You know what I mean? So like I still continue to do shit like this because I enjoy doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But in, if yeah. someone was to say to me, Hey what can you come and do some stuff for me? I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what about charity work? Would you do some charity work? I'd probably do some charity work. Yeah, uh, I think I, I would. Yeah, I'd probably do some charity work. Uh but twice a week or something, I, I reckon I would. Mate, I, I reckon I could fill my time. Oh, People mate, say I don't know easily. what I do. I, mate, I, oh, mate, I could easily fill my time. Mate, I could. I, these people that say I, I couldn't retire because I love working so much. Seriously, get a life. I could retire right now, this minute, and fill every day to the fullest. Mate, I mentally every retired day. 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I won't say that on this podcast, but I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I love my boys. I love my boys that work for me. They're awesome. Um, that's the only reason I do it. I love it. For sure. I, love, I love the guys. Fast and the Furious, um, $10 an hour. Fast and Furious. Christmas party tonight. That's going to be fun with the wives. That's going to be are cool. You, oh, your wives are going, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. We're going to go have some cocktails first and we're going to a um, Bali night, it's called. So, an oh, okay. Indonesian sort of restaurant. And, and um, yeah, that's going to be fun. The wives will get on, I think. And, yeah, we'll have a laugh. But, um, Excellent. How do we get onto that? Because I'm retired. Have you got another oh, story? That's my retirement party. Have you got another story? <laughs> I do. I look. I re- this. This. All the New Zealanders will love me for this one because I'm going to talk cricket. Oh, and course. what an absolute disgrace the New Zealand cricket side are at the moment. Seriously, they lost the first test to Bangladesh by 150 runs. Um, just a, a terrible display. They just couldn't bat in the second innings and look to be fair batting 
the fourth innings in Bangladesh would be pretty fucking difficult. But, you know, New Zealand shouldn't be losing to Bangladesh. They lost last summer to Bangladesh in New Zealand. Right. Are they in Bangladesh at the moment? They're in Bangladesh. Two test series. They're, the second test has started. They've done uh, three days of it. Yeah. What is it? Two days? No, it's, I think it's only two days. So the first day, New Zealand, good on them, bowled Bangladesh out for 172 runs. That's good going. Which is wonderful, right? That's good going. They are, after 12.4 overs, five for 55. Okay. At the end of day two. Now, the second day got wiped out by rain. So th- this could have been all over by, 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 by very early this morning, but they got saved by the rain. So... Fine. The big thing over here that people are getting pissed off about is you. Did you see that um, Ravindra who played for them in the in the one day World Cup? He scored like two or three tons. Yeah, yeah. He was a fucking gun, right? Yeah. Didn't get picked for the team in the test matches. Now you can always argue, well, one day is different to to test, but they've got like two or three very fast scoring players in the test side who are just batting like shit. Yeah. If it wasn't for Kane Williamson in the first test, they would have got flogged. I mean, Kane Williamson got his fourth test ton in a, in a row for test matches, yeah. which is pretty good. He's he a play. great player, mate. He can mate, play. He's a fuck, fucking great player. He should be an Aussie. Um, well, all great players in New Zealand should be Aussies, yeah, mate. He's that good. He should be an Aussie. <laughs> I'd be checking his birth certificate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we sold Clary Grimmett back in the day, didn't we? He was a Kiwi and then bowled in Bradman's sides and stuff. He was a yeah. Kiwi boy. Um, who was the... Um, Oh fuck! Who was their fast bowler? Who like had? Who was like a little nugget? I think he's from the North Shore here, actually. Fuck! What was his name? I would have loved him in the Australian team too. Oh, Danny Morrison. Danny Morrison, yes, yeah. love Danny Morrison. Yeah, he was good. Love he's a firebrand. Yeah, oh, yeah, fire. I love a good Locked firebrand. Him. Yeah, love a good fire. So all, all I wanted to say though is New Zealand cricket get better. I mean, seriously, they're, they're terrible at the moment. Yeah, and they haven't got a bad side. I think the thing I- is. The thing is, Southie's captain. I don't like Southie as a captain. Yeah, he's not Pat Cummins. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, I, why is Kane Williamson not captain? Did he step on, step down? Yeah, he stepped aside. Yeah, yeah, he's getting old. He's getting old, so he stepped aside. I think. Yeah. Right. How old? He's not that old. Um, he must be thirty. Let's have a look. Let's, you know, this is something we should look up. Um, Kane Williamson. Here we go. He is thirty-three. Mate, 41 it, centuries now. 41 centuries. Mate, I'm sorry. 33 is not old enough to step down as captain. Yeah, why did he step down? He's got three or four more years left. Yeah, he does. He's the best he's, player by a country mile. He's a fucking good player. Yeah. He's a fucking good batsman. He, he looks like... You know those batsmen would doesn't look like they're trying? Mate, it does look oh, too easy for him. Fuck, he's a good player. Yeah. Like you said, should have been... Look, can we... If he doesn't... Maybe they said you can't be captain, so can we bring him over to the Australian franchise? Mate, you know, <laughs> even though, like, you know, Pat Cummins is... Oh, you're all right there, mate? Sorry, I just, had, I just had a yawn after training this morning. Um, <laughs> but just after uh, the World Cup, obviously, Pat Cummins is uh, the king of the world. Yeah. But there was talk there that he should step down as captain. I'd take Kane Williamson over. Just bring him over. He can captain our team. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We need a, good, three. We need a good sort of... Uh, you know, upper order batsman, especially now that the Warner uh, farewell oh. tour is about to start. Oh, we need to talk about that because Mitchell Johnson did not miss. 
And you know what? Piss. There's a lot more to it. I think that there's I there's a bit so of bad too. blood. And you yep. know that Mitchell Johnson's been sacked from the Triple M commentary team for the summer's cricket because of this. Right. And I think that is so fucking wrong because she works on Triple. She works for Triple M. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Candice. Yeah. Oh, like, right, he is, okay. If there's a more pussy-whipped Australian sportsman than David Warner, <sighs> I, I don't know who it could be. Yeah. She wears the pants. In, she defend like. Uh, anyway, she's I, a good. She's a good sort. Yeah, she's mate, a fucking good sort. I'd take her in the dummy fi- Coogee Bay Hotel. Don't worry about that. Oh, so would I. Mm. SBW move over. That's it. Another great Kiwi. <laughs> but like, I don't for the for our listeners. I don't know if you heard, but Mitchell Johnson basically wrote an article. Now I don't know if he was the writer or he just gives you an opinion and then someone writes it. Like yeah. that's because that's what a lot of sports people do in Australia. Yeah. They don't actually write the words. They give their opinion and then it gets written for them. But Mitchell Johnson's known for being quite outspoken. He was very outspoken about the Justin Langer, the treatment of Justin Langer. Um, but, you know, I've heard from other sources that he's a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde, a whole Justin Langer. You don't know which one you're going to get yeah. every day, so it's hard to work with him sometimes. Um, like, I, I agree with everything he said about Doug. So he basically said, why should he dictate when he leaves, when he's first of all not in form, yeah, in test matches, which I agree with, hundred percent. The second thing he said was, uh, and what he did with the the whole ball tampering, sandpaper gate thing. Now, I agree with the first point. The second point, I'm like, it was six fucking years ago. Yeah, move, we're going to move on. Move from on. That. We're going to move on. Like, and, and and to put this on the record for all you Kiwi people who and all that. The over fucking reaction of the Australian cricket, cricket Australia to that ball tampering, and the overreaction by the media and everyone else around the world was fucking ridiculous. But also the irony involved with that is that I think was it the season before that the the Saffirs got done doing exactly the same thing. It was too wet. Too it was too. Fuck, well, it was wasn't much later. The captain Faf Duplessis got done yeah. for ball tampering. Yeah, and he was the he was the one that was saying this is a joke, and and he's he's been done. And look, the how yeah. much is the how much was the ban by the ICC? One game. Yes, yeah. and then Australia cricket came out and gave him a year ban. Yeah, I mean Steve Smith didn't even do anything. Yes, yeah. and he got a year ban. Well, I think, it was, I th- this it was is most. Just- Overreaction to anything I've ever seen in sport. Yeah. Ever. It should have been. It should have. It, why Australia cricket thought they had to sanction them anyway? That's not their job. No, they're sanctioned by world no. cricket now. Should they? Should they have been chastised? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you probably shouldn't have done was, it. Right. It was dumb as shit. It was and dumb it was as stupid. Shit. And should should maybe have Australian cricket gone? You can sit a test out. You can sit a yep. test out. That's yeah. it. And whatever the ICC ban is, we'll just double it. Sit yeah. a couple tests out. Yeah. But you know what? Shit happens. Steve Smith, you're okay. You're the captain. Yeah. You can't control exactly what goes on. But the problem was, I reckon the problem was the the negative feeling around the Australian cricket team at the time. The 100%. way they, the way, globally and and within Australia, the way they uh, position themselves yep. from a culture perspective. I think Australian cricket had had enough and wanted to tear it down. Hundred percent. So a hundred percent agree with you. So I just think that it was like for Australian cricket, it was short term pain, long term gain, and we're going to hang these three guys out. Now, the interesting thing is, 
Cameron Bancroft is now back in the sort of, well, is he going to come back in the squad? I'm not sure. And this is the thing. Like He came out and he said some things against David Warner, Cameron Bancroft. Because hmm. he, being the guy that he is, like he was like his third test or something or whatever. Yeah, he was or a rookie. He was a rookie. Yeah. Again, like you've got to look at you've got to look at the players and you've got to look at well, who's really at fault here? Yeah. Now he should, but he should have said no. I mean, he, I he's agree. A, he's a I man. agree. I agree. <laughs> I said sorry, mate. No, I'm not doing that. But the, like, I yep. don't. I don't understand how they thought they were going to get away with it. The reason they thought they no. get away with it is because of the culture within the team that makes them invincible, right? And but, they can just do whatever they want. But, mate, it was a fluoro yellow yeah. piece of fucking tape. It was so dumb. How are they, not, how are they going to get away with it? Yeah. Do you I, know, if they'd, done, if they'd done, like, proper sandpaper, like the, the sand-coloured, yeah, it could yeah, have been yeah. written off as, it's gauze. Like, it's... Yeah, it's yeah, taped yeah. from my fingers, and, yeah, but again, yeah, yeah. it's the arrogance. It's the we're above the game. I, I agree, and, and I think I that it's that that didn't matter. And and it, what it actually what it actually says though, mate, is how rife must it be, right, mate? How we were rife... doing it in we were doing it in great. We yeah. were doing it at school cricket. Yeah, but Club how cricket? But in in Test match cricket, <clears throat> yeah, everybody is doing it. Fucking nice, they and are. And it's just that they got caught now. Yeah. Were How they, do you think the Pakistanis reverse? Hang on a minute. Um, reverse. Hang on a minute. It. Don't start on the fucking Pakistanis because they're just cheats, right? <laughs> I watched the other day any game that Pakistan's been involved in. How can you take that seriously? No, I know they're all I match know. fixers, mate. Yep. Now. I watched the that great partnership between Langer and Gilchrist down in Tasmania when they oh, won that. Oh, how good was that? Amazing. But then I start to think, is that real? Yeah. Like yeah, because. That was Gilly's third test or something, yeah, wasn't mate, it? It was, and, it was really early unbelievable. history. Unbelievable. Yeah. But it um, was... <sighs> yeah. look, anyway. It would, look, what Bancroft did was dumb, yeah. and obviously what Warner said was dumb. Um, but it, it was the biggest overreaction to, to a breach of a rule I've ever seen in my life. I agree, ever. but I, I think, I think it was just a means to an end. I th- look, and I think so too. And I think going a bit further with that, I think David Warner had too much power in that team. For sure. And it was actually way more power than Steve Smith. Yeah. And for some reason, Australian cricket didn't have the balls to, to step in, but the- they had to, they used, like you said, I agree with you. They used that as an example that- to tear it down. Absolutely. And not only that, yeah. if Australian cricket had any balls, they wouldn't have brought David Warner back in. Absolutely. He would have been banned and then they wouldn't have picked him again. Well, I knew people who were saying they should all be banned for life. I'm yeah. like, fuck it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. We used to do this. At, we used to put more sun cream on our heads and then polish the of ball course. with it. I mean, <sighs> people who were saying that didn't understand cricket and didn't understand what the hell was going on. But yeah, you're right. And I felt the person I actually, the two people I felt sorry for were Bancroft because he was starting. He's a good player, man. He yeah. can bat. He can bat. And the other person's, I felt sorry for the the um, us spectators because we missed out on a year of Steve Smith at his best. For sure, he could he could have been anything. Oh, he he he's shown that he can be anything, but he could have been anything and more. Definitely, uh, with an extra year of Test cricket under his belt. But yeah, anyway. So look, for all of you people who think we're a bunch of cheats, go fuck yourself. Because honestly, Faf Duplicated it two weeks before. Mike Gatting's done it with a fucking bottle top. We can go on and on yeah. about all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I'd like you to. If, I'd like you all to look at 
the um, disciplinary records of all the teams over the past two years, and I can tell you now, New Zealand will be worse than Australia in terms of fines and yeah. matches yeah. missed and all that sort of stuff. So, anyway, Australia have clean. And look, do you know what? Cricket Australia being proved right because look at the team now. They're a pretty good pretty, bunch. Once yeah, Warner that. goes, they're even clean. Even people over here have said they like Warner now more than ever. Yeah. The Kiwis have said it to me. Going, what are you on drugs or something? Yeah. Seriously, it's Warner. Yeah. No, no, he seems to have. You know, it, it worked whatever they did, but it fuck it was it was, it was bad brutal. for a while. It was brutal. Very brutal. Yeah. Fucking brutal. hell. There you go, mate. Well done. Good place to cool. live. You too, mate. Well done. Great, great work. Enjoyed yep. it. Okay, mate. People, please share to your friends, share to your enemies. Enjoy your crate day. <laughs> that's done. The vomit, the vomit's all gone down the drains now, mate. It's all oh, done. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Start planning for next year's crate day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, start lining the stomach now. Oh, it's been a geez. pleasure, mate. It's good to see your face, and uh, it won't be long until we're doing this face to face. Yeah. So nice. are we doing one? We'll do one next week. Yep. We'll do one next week, and then, then you'll be, be in, in the panic room. That's it. Are we in the panic room? Or well, we might be. I'm not sure. We'll be in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll be somewhere. Bring me hard solo, mate. Hard yeah, solo. Hard solo. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to Trans-Tasman Gibberish, and happy 23rd wedding anniversary. Bye oh, for now. Thanks, Whitey. See you, listeners.